cold open today just to apologize that the audio might be a little wonky. I had to record over Zoom because sadly I couldn't make it to South Korea. College is supposed to be the end of our beginning and the beginning of our end, at least four years devoted to what we want to do for the rest of our lives. But what if we still don't know? What do we do if we graduate and the path we decided to follow is foggy all of a sudden and it's just safer to wait it out than to possibly trip and sprain our ankle? Welcome to Let's Get to Know Each Other, a podcast hosted by me, Tanner DeVore, where I interview different students as we share stories from our lives. In this episode, we get to know Alexa Vincent as she talks about what it's like to graduate and not know what to do next. Hello, Alexa. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What time is it there? It is 10.04 p.m. on Monday. Yeah, my, we're up. My clock says 8.04 a.m. So what's that all about? Oh, there's like, I think it's like 16-hour time difference now. It was 15 hours, but then the U.S. did daylight savings time. And I guess South Korea does not recognize daylight savings time so it got even worse and yeah I'm in South Korea. (laughs) So is there a reason why you're in South Korea? Yes I'm teaching English right now. I you know graduated from Eastern last December and I took a job in November last year to come teach English to kindergartners, but they're like tiny kindergartners. They are three to four years old, so they're basically babies. Yes, and I'm teaching them English, and it's been great, and unlike anything that I've ever done before or have experienced or am qualified to do, (laughs) but I'm still doing it either way. So did you, I know the answer to this, but for podcast sake, Um, Did you go to EIU? Did you study at EIU for teaching? Is that what you majored in? No, I studied at EIU as an interpersonal communications major and I minored in studio art. So why teach in South Korea then? So I was just graduating in December and I needed to, I needed to do the next thing. (laughs) And I wanted to see the world and get paid while I was doing it. And I honestly just made like a really fast decision to do this. And I took an online course for like 11 weeks and, you know, paid some money, took some classes, got certified to teach English just overseas. And then I found a recruiter that was specifically for South Korea and now I'm here, <laughs> like super fast. What's that been like being in South Korea? I know that you had a quarantine for like two weeks when you got there. Yeah, I had to quarantine for two weeks and that was like a government mandated thing and they like tracked you and everything. Cause Oh, how'd they do that? <laughs> they're really into tracking you <laughs> here in South Korea. Um, yeah, I had to download an app and I had to stay inside for two weeks. And even when I went to get a COVID test to be released from quarantine, my app notified me and was like, why did you leave the quarantine address? And it was pretty intense. But 
yeah, now that that's over, it's been really cool. Like I've seen so many things and I've been to so many different places like around where I live. I'm in Pohong, South Korea right now. Say it's considered a small town, but it is by far the biggest place I've ever lived. <laughs> is it built like a city? I'm not familiar with. The yeah. Town. Okay. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's like a a city of half a million people and Oh, yeah, that's not small. Yeah, no. People here are always like, oh, you know, Pohong, it's a small town, so you can do whatever. I was like, this is like by far the biggest place I've ever even been to. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the what's your favorite place that you've been to? I went to Daegu, South Korea a couple weekends ago with my other teacher friends. And it has been so much fun. Like <laughs> we got to see all of the cherry blossoms because it's Ooh. cherry blossom season. Oh, they were so pretty. They don't last for an insanely long time, but they're gorgeous. And then we got to see them and we went to a little park that was specifically made for looking at cherry blossoms. Like they were just planted everywhere. And I would say that was my favorite place. And it was much bigger than Pohong. And next I want to go to Busan, which I might do in two weekends for my birthday. Very nice. How old are you turning? I'm going to be 23. I feel wait, old. Wait, you're younger than me? How old are you? Yeah, I'm all, no. I'm already 23. Oh, 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 what? Okay, wait, no. And you graduated in 2015 in high school, right? Yes. Okay, I remember Hannah saying this. Yeah, I graduated 2016 from high school. Okay. Yeah, so you're a year older than Hannah, too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Okay, so not really knowing what you want to do getting out of school, um, what that next step is. So you kind of took that leap to go to South Korea? Yes, I and just it, made a really fast decision and went for it. Is there a reason why you chose South Korea specifically? Were there other places you could go? Yeah, South Korea is like a great place to go for first time teachers because they also provide free housing. Um, and I've like realized so many reasons why I want to be in South Korea now that I'm here especially with their education system I mean like it is phenomenal like I mean eh, well okay it's intense is definitely the word I would use <laughs> like okay. the kids here are just so well educated I mean they all play like multiple instruments and speak more than like two languages like two languages minimum and still the three so to four range yeah, I was hanging out with a girl last weekend, two weekends ago, that said that she, I was like, well, you speak two languages, like, that's so impressive. And she was like, oh, no, like, I'm fluent in Korean, English, I speak a little bit of Japanese, I can speak Chinese, and I'm also learning German. And I was like, where do you find the time? <laughs> but I also want to find a way to make it fun for these kids especially because I have such young kids and they're like three to four years old mm -hmm. already in like super intense language learning programs and this is only the beginning like they go to school in you know at like regular elementary school in the morning to the afternoon and then they go to like three different hogwans which is like private schools or like area specific schools so like I work at a an English hagwon and it's like it's a private school for like low-key the rich kids <laughs> and yeah I just I want to find a way to make it 
as fun as I can for them because they do so much and they deserve to have any type of fun that they possibly can with all this learning. <laughs> so what's an average Alexa lesson plan look like? Oh, it's so fun. So we have to get through specific things. Like they have books that we have to do activity pages for. And my kids are so young. So they are learning like alphabet letters and numbers. And then each week we have a specific theme for the week. Like this week we're learning about body parts. Last week we learned about like facial features. The week before was weather. Um, my favorite one was colors because you could do so many art projects with that. So like we don't have to do art projects, but I am so passionate about art. So um, and also that's like the most fun thing that we can do with like these little kids. Um, and so I will have the kids come in in the morning and we take off their coats and they have like specific Korean things that they have to do like they have to change their shoes to like house shoes and brush their teeth in the middle of the day but you know that's a little extra I guess but yeah we we start the day off by like busting out those pages and getting through those pretty much as fast as we can so that I can come back and do an art project with them so what in the morning we like listen to we like dance around and like watch videos that have to do with the lesson that we're covering. Like today we covered the letter M. So I played like this fun little song that was about the letter M <laughs> and we danced to it and I made them all say M and then we, <laughs> we do the pages and then my Korean co-teacher will come in and she teaches them like more grammar. She sometimes teaches them math and, um, I think mostly just like grammar and math. And then she comes in and then I come back and we do like snack time. And then I'll have my art lesson, pretty much arts and crafts after that. Um, except for I'm trying to find other ways to do other things except like besides crafts, because I love crafts and it's so much fun and most of them really enjoy it. But we're going to try baby yoga this week too. I'm really excited about that. Baby yoga. <laughs> and yeah, we're learning about the body. So I thought it would be fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And I'll make them say like arms when we move our arms and stuff. It's like really simple. <laughs> so yeah, then we do crafts and then they have lunch and they do their little recess time. And then we have like a wrap up where all of the classes sit together and we go down the line with each class and they say their expression each week and they're learning like different phrases to say each week like this week my expression is for my class and my class is called yellow star um <laughs> my expression is yeah like I say what do you have and they're supposed to say I have fingers and yeah, different classes have different expressions. So we do that. And then they all come back and we read a storybook um, that we read every day. And they do like a little worksheet based off of that too. And then they go home. And then I have my um, afternoon classes, which are uh, my older kids. And oh, an they... afternoon class. So how long is uh, kindergarten for? Yeah. So kindergarten hours? starts. <laughs> yeah. I get, I get there at nine and I watch them from nine to nine 40, just like as like a morning care thing. And then at nine 40, we start and they go home at 
2.40. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll do afternoon classes starting at three until I go home at six. Is that when the kids get there? Do they start, the older ones, do they start school at, what'd you say, three? At three, no, they have already done like a whole day of regular school. And then I don't think hogwans are necessarily optional. Like all kids go to different hogwans and they take buses to different area specific schools. So like they go to regular school for their case, elementary school, and then they'll come Mm. to my school is called SLP, which just stands for Sogang language program, which is just the university that made the English curriculum that we follow. And yeah, then they stay for, I think they just stay for like close to two hours to like 40 minute block periods. And then they go to another Hagwan. A lot of them have talked about like going to piano lessons or Taekwondo or um, possibly another English academy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so wait, how common is Taekwondo there? I know that it's uh they they use it for their Korean military, the Korean army trains in it. Yes, they yeah. I also learned the other day that all Korean men ages eighteen to I think twenty four have to serve for two years in the military. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure like definitely all of the little boys take Taekwondo, but some of the girls do too because the girl that I was hanging out with that I mentioned earlier, she said that she took taekwondo, boxing, jujitsu. Um, I have two little boys that always come in their uniforms from one of my afternoon classes and one does taekwondo and the other one does jujitsu and they're brothers. So they for sure learn one of them, but they also might learn the other one when they're done with the one they're currently in. Let's uh, backtrack a little bit and get a little bit more background on you. So where did you grow up? <laughs> okay. I grew up in Mackinac, Illinois. Um, I went to DMAC High School, which Mackinac is considered a village. And it is, uh, oh, the population I looked up the other day is like 1900 people. Um, and it's between Bloomington and Peoria, Illinois, uh, like two and a half hours away from Chicago. Like <laughs> these are all of the... <laughs> big cities that they're roughly close to but I grew up in Mackinac and then I moved to Bloomington when I was 18 with my mom and I did community college in Bloomington at Heartland um, Community College and then I went to EIU in Charleston good old Chuck (laughs) town in um what 20 is 18 to 2020 December. Okay, so you're here for two years? Yeah, two and a half. Had that extra semester. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, growing up, what were you what were you doing for fun? (laughs) That's always a good question. (laughs) I was doing my best. Um, I'm always (laughs) I was always interested in art. I, I think like the the most like PG responses like I was always interested in art um I always like had a good group of friends that I would hang out with a lot um yeah I like I really hated school until I got to college honestly so that was like not a huge part of my childhood but right when I got to community college in Eastern like I 
I love school and like now I'm a CJ so I feel like I kind of have to love school was it because (laughs) was it because you you got to focus on something like art yeah yeah and also just like the whole like authority aspect of high school like I hated being told what to do but in college like if you fail that's on you and that's fine like and I was not gonna fail (laughs) yeah you you're kind of old enough and then there's that most professors if they're good there's that mutual respect that's shown yes Um, I so agree yeah okay so how long are you in South Korea for I will be here for a year. My contract is up in March of 2022, but I have a little goal. Um, If I teach English for two years, I can teach art at an international school. So I wouldn't be opposed to staying in South Korea, but I would probably go to like Seoul or Busan, some like bigger town if I were to stay. But I really want to go to Hungary, honestly. Yeah. Is there a reason yeah. why? There's a, oh, yes. There's a huge <laughs> LGBT scene in Hungary. And it's honestly like from everything that I've seen, just sounds like a big party all the time. It's super accepting there. Um, and they have, <laughs> they have a bunch of nude bathhouses just everywhere. <laughs> and I think that sounds really cool. <laughs> it's very Alexa. Yeah. Thank you. I thought, yeah. I thought. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Uh, I, I was going to ask this earlier and I forgot. And then I remembered because I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> what have you noticed? I mean, obviously you've noticed, but what are the larger cultural differences that you've noticed being in South Korea? Oh my gosh. There are, yeah, there are a lot of cultural differences. I mean, like, I imagine school, there's a lot. Yeah. Just like being a foreigner in Korea is very obvious. Like I often get stared at on the streets and I've definitely had like mostly like young girls like take my picture on the street and some people will just ask me for like selfies and I'm like, sure, I feel like a celebrity for no reason. (laughs) Um, Clothing, even something as simple as that. Like, you know, I wear all the colorful pattern pants and everything and I've had so many people like stare at me and like look down look up kind of thing and I had one man like point and laugh at my pants um oh, I don't think he was <laughs> laughing at them I think he was laughing with them oh well okay. just like look at those fun pants look at those fun pants they just make me feel good I'm gonna laugh a little you know yeah ho- hopefully were, were they like the those rainbowy Thin pants is the word that I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, like thin. And they're like a light material. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah, and they, yeah. Yeah, and they're super yeah. like. They're like joggers, and they flow around. Yeah, yeah but they're not cotton. They're yeah. they're like they're ones that I used to wear all the time. They're like my faves. They're like yeah. dark blue with like a bunch of like color pop on them. I don't know. They're yes. they were the pants I wore that one really great day that you, me, Hannah, and Morgan had. Yes. Think about it. Right. Yes. Um, uh, My parents are going to be like, what? What does that Um, mean? (laughs) What does that mean? We have to decipher it. Play it backwards, Mitchell. Play it backwards. (laughs) See what the message is. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, um, just, yeah, I get, I get a lot of, I get a lot of stares. Um, People are, I don't know, like the biggest like cultural differences. There's just like, there's so many. 
I would say that's like the the one that I noticed the most, just like walking down the street, like I'm different and like they know it and I know it and yeah. everyone's commenting on it. <laughs> I think they're just like, oh, look, another yeah. one. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that because they also, this is like, I think, okay, this is like the biggest cultural difference. They are like super bold with like judgments and statements about other people's appearances. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they like our boss, like, you know, like she, you know, okay, hold on. So, yeah, our boss, like, she's made comments about like other teachers' weights before, like men who are, you know, not by any means like overweight or anything, but like bigger than the typical Asian man, which is not hard to be. I'm bigger than the typical Asian man, like, you know. Um, but yeah, she would like make comments and like kind of jokes about like them being overweight. And I also was told like, I, like, like my, my afternoon kids. So like my older kids, they one time were like, Alexa teacher, your hair is wet. And I was like, no, it's not. It's 4 PM. Like it's not wet. I, what do you, what do you mean? And they just kept saying it over and over again. I was like, I know what you're trying to say. You're saying that my hair looks greasy and like, we need to get off this topic. And then the next day, my boss came up to me and was like, you know, in like kind of broken English, she was like, you, you washed your hair today. And I was like, I mean, I showered today, but no, I didn't wash my hair. Um, And she was like, in Korea, we wash our hair every day. And I was like, oh yeah. And she was like, you need to wash your hair every day. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. like, I know you're not trying to be mean because that's just kind of like the cultural differences. And, that if, we were it's, talking and about. if it's broken English, like you're just trying to find the path of least resistance to get your point across. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I didn't start washing my hair more often either. So it's not a huge deal, but <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, they are they're more like they don't see it as I have a co-teacher that like his kids all the time, like compare him to Santa Claus and like basically say that he's fat. Yeah, he finally was like, hey, like this hurts my feelings. And they were like, oh, like why? We say it all the time. You know, it's just an observation, basically. But he's like, yeah, I was was hoping you'd stop making it. Yeah, like. (laughs) Right. And so he would be like, that hurts my feelings. Like, please don't say that. And they would be like, okay, but why is your belly so big? And he was like, that is not appropriate either. (laughs) Okay. So what about just not so much how they view outsiders, but just generic cultural changes? I I know that food is different. Yeah. Uh, I've had bulgogi. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've only ever heard of it because I'm still trying not to eat meat, but it is so hard. It's crazy. So I've started eating fish and um, other seafood because it's just, it's like really hard to be vegetarian. And I think virtually impossible to be vegan. Um, (laughs) At least not in like Pohang, this like quote unquote smaller town, but yeah, the food here is a lot more spicy. Um, a meal is not considered a full meal unless it has kimchi, rice, and soup on the side. Kimchi's awesome. Um, I don't really know what it is. Cabbage. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like cabbage that's been fermented. It's good. I don't know how yeah. it's spicy, but everything is everything's spicy, and also everything is oddly sweet here. 
like everything. <laughs> Everything's Even oddly things. sweet. Oh yeah, like I bought like some cheese and onion bread the other day and I was like, why is this sweet? It's not supposed to be sweet, but it is. Huh. So, so yeah, the food is different. Interesting. Yeah, they, I wonder if America just makes their food savory and saltier than it needs to be. Well, I know they make it saltier than it needs to be. Right. Maybe. Um, maybe. I, I yeah. I I would. I love sweet things, but I would be okay with a little less sweet things. It's like everywhere all the time. That's um, why they have to brush their teeth in the middle of the day. Yeah. They. So I thought that was like a like a Korean thing everywhere. But I was talking to one of my Korean friends, and he was like, "No, that's like. I mean, some people brush their teeth." after meals and everything but it's not like you have to I think it's just kind of like in our school thing which is strange you have to take your shoes off everywhere though like some yeah. restaurants even like you got to take your shoes oh, off wow. um if you go like I don't know if there's any like little tiny step up anywhere like a tiny stair kind of thing that means like take your shoes off oh okay um, like a stoop step yeah everyone yeah. is also always in like the biggest rush I've ever seen um like you have to sprint from the bus stop to the bus otherwise that bitch is gone I mean that bus is gone <laughs> I like having to, I like bleeping out the swears it makes it funny hey okay I can swear and, a little bit more Taste and when food. when when I have to bleep it out I have to isolate that sound bite and so before I generate the tone that goes beep I have to just hear in my ear repeatedly until I finally do it. And now, now it's going to be a bunch of sporadic beeps right there. And that's going to be fun. <laughs> That'll be funny. <laughs> um, I like. So uh, you said that you weren't sure if you'd stay for a little longer. What would cause you to want to stay longer in South Korea? Maybe just like, maybe just like if it was insanely convenient to just stay here. Um, but also I really, I really want to see more of the world. Like I, yeah. I haven't seen all of South Korea, obviously, but like, you know, I don't have forever. I'm trying to see it all. So I can't see absolutely everything of everywhere I go. So I'm trying to see as much as I can in the year and then go do something else. Yeah. I've been looking into going to see the demilitarized part of North Korea though. I've been like learning oh. more about North Korea and like it just seems crazy yes that does seem crazy what's your favorite memory so far that you have of teaching them oh my gosh students? I love my kids I could talk about them all the time like I love my afternoon kids too but like I'm with my kindergarten kids so much and they're so young and like we can hardly communicate that it's just so cool and unlike anything else um, but hmm, I think like my favorite day was I, okay, so I'm a big Pokemon nerd and that really helps me out here because everyone here loves Pokemon too, especially the kids. And, um, uh, we were, it was like the week that we were learning about weather. And then one of the vocab words was lightning and the kids weren't really getting lightning. So I was like, I'm going to have it stick with you. And I made them all make these like cut out Pikachus here. I've, I've got pics since you asked. <laughs> I'll show you. This is actually going to be fun. I'm going to try my best to describe the picture. Yes, here I can also help. So I spent like, I spent like an hour and a half 
cutting out these pieces for them to glue together in any way that they wanted. I think this is like the best picture. This is one of my kids, Leo. He's so so he's so so I'm I'm looking at one of your one of your kids, one of your students, and his, he's got his eyes closed, like he's smiling super big with his eyes completely shut, and he's got a mask on, so that's good. Good on you, South Korea. And then his, <laughs> he's got a Pikachu cutout. Did wait? Did they um? So what? Wait, what did you do for the cutouts? You put what did you cut out? Because it looks like one solid piece. Yeah. So these are all like separate pieces. It was like a really extra project. I like cut out the little triangle ears, um, and made them say the word triangle we know shapes and the circle cheeks red cheeks and then I made them say lightning when I gave them their tail that's also separate the hands and the feet are all separate and so are the eyes even so all that yes that's what I was looking at uh Pikachu's (laughs) eyes are a little far apart (laughs) it got worse like I have another one it was good I can yeah, talk no, Pokemon totally fan. He gets it. I have another one that put like the red oh. cheek, like basically on Pikachu's chest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at Pikachu, um, the, the female one. Yes. And then the eyes are about the same level as the mouth. Yes. <laughs> so he's, he's got a five head. That's great. They all do. Some of them like do really good with the projects and like really try to make it perfect. And then some just like just do their Slap own thing. It slap the cheeks on it yeah or they do something like super wild like I don't know they're just like really creative and then like I think the best part of it was after we did the oh I gotta plug in my laptop after we did the um the project they um oh sorry here one second let me grab my wall you're all right I'm struggling okay so Yes, the best part of the project was after the project, they were all just like playing with their cutout Pikachus. Mm-hmm. And um, they kept saying Pikachu is lightning for like a week after. <laughs> hey, that's a full sentence. And yeah, they were yeah. saying vocab word. Yeah, that's two so. syllables. That's not nothing to squawk at. I know, right? So they they got it then? Like if you show them a picture of a lightning bolt from the sky, they they know now that that's lightning? They do. We were like drawing something afterwards and I like drew a lightning and they were like lightning. And I was like, yes. There's so many, (laughs) there's so many Pokemon types and just so many Pokemon in general that I feel like if they're ever struggling, you can just pull out a Pokemon and then they'll get it. Yes, exactly. It might have to be your backup plan. (gasps) I hey, I can I can make all of the lessons about Pokemon if they really want me to. <laughs> I know that it's COVID time right now, so there's probably not a lot. But what kind of stuff do you do for fun while you're there? Like, do you and your roommate go somewhere or do you go somewhere? Yeah, so um, there are like heavy COVID restrictions here. Okay. You have to wear a mask at all times. And this is also a cultural difference. Like there's a thing called CCTV. And there are cameras on, I mean, absolutely everything in my classroom, on every single block of every single street, inside every single business, every bar, all of it, multiple cameras in one bar so that it can get all of the angles. Like there really isn't any part of South Korea that isn't being videotaped at all times, um, unless it's like inside your own house. And that's like, ah, they mostly use it just for like crime protection. And that, you know, it like it South Korea is like super safe. Like I haven't felt 
like I was in danger here at all. Um, and, you know, I'd walk on the streets like at night by myself um, pretty often. And yeah, Koreans are also just like very into honesty and like just being stand up people. So like, you know, my my friend lost his wallet in a cab car and they um, gave it to the police and made sure that everything in there was in there, even like his money and cat or wand and everything. And yeah, I just think that's really awesome. But so CCTV is always watching. You have to have your mask on at all times, um, even if you're alone and outside. And you can only travel and like hang out with groups of four, even in your own apartment. And if someone were to like call the cops on you having like a party in your own apartment, like you would go to, you would, no, you would pay a really big fine. And they recently like tested every single, at least one member from every single family in Pohang for COVID. But so those restrictions are super present in everything that I do, but I still have a lot of fun with my co-teachers. There are like 11 of us total. Then some of my like co-teachers who have been here longer have friends that are in the area that are like actually from Pohang. I have gotten involved with my friend S.Y. who lives here. He does community art projects with other artists and he has brought us into those and we've like helped out with some art projects. We do day trips and weekend trips on the weekends to neighboring bigger cities like Daegu, which is Daegu is the fourth largest city in all of South Korea. And um, I want to go to Seoul soon, but we're waiting a little bit because the majority of the COVID cases are coming from Seoul right now. But it's also like so not comparable to the United States. Like not even at all. They're like, yeah, like they've had like, you know, a couple thousand cases total, like this whole epic like pandemic. Oh wow. Um, and they probably have what their populations like a couple million. Oh yeah. Yeah, Seoul's like huge. I mean Seoul is like two million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like all of South Korea has had like a couple thousand cases. Yeah. But the majority are coming from Seoul and that's just because there's so many people there. Um, So we're working on that a little bit, but I am going to go to Busan here soon. And Busan is the second largest city in South Korea. I'm like 99% sure. Yeah. We, I live off of the Sea of Japan. So we're like near a little beach. We can't swim in it though, because there's a huge steel mill that basically um, is the sole or the the main or major income of Pohang or yeah, it makes the most money from Pohang. It's called Costco. Yeah. And yeah, we go to the beach a lot. We do day trips. Um, There's a lot of hiking areas too. I'm gonna see the there's like this place called the 12 waterfalls and there's, you know, 12 waterfalls in like a big long walking path um, or a little hike area. And yeah, there's, I live like in the foothills. So there's mountains around us, mountains and beaches, which is just like so different from Illinois where it's just flat all the time. And yeah, I would say day trips, weekend trips, hiking, being on the beach, those are the main things that we like to do for fun. And we, you know, we get, we, we drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I wouldn't expect anything less. Hey, I'm 22. I don't know what to say. Was there anything that I didn't bring up that you wanted to talk about? No, I think that that's, that's the main thing. I'm, I'm just loving it here. I'm having a great time. It's been wild. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. Um, do you yeah. have any, do you have anything you'd like to say to anyone that's at EIU that's about to graduate? Or even if they're not about to graduate, but they're just in college, it was the thing to do, but they don't really know what they're going to do after. Yes, you should just fucking do it. <laughs> you should just do it. Like whatever you want to do, like just go for it. And if you don't know what you want to do, you should do this. Like, I mean, it's not going to hurt you to, I mean, you can save up to ten dollars to $15,000 specifically coming to South Korea because you're only paying for utilities and not paying for rent. Spend your money wisely. Book up International Temple Academy online. Do the little 11 week course. Get a recruiter and like go see the world because there's so much more than Charleston, Illinois. And yeah. you're going to just feel so confident and amazed with yourself. You're going to learn so much about yourself. And once you do something crazy like this, like, you can do anything and that that's I just I would love for everyone to feel like this sometime or like study abroad or you know just get out there go see something else Charleston will always be there <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah it will yeah I don't think this place is really going anywhere yes oh gosh oh, it's been so good talking to you too it's been good talking to you too no. it's, nice, it's nice to know that you're doing well yes I miss little old Pem and I miss our Pem crew Oh my gosh, our pen gals. Quinn called me. A, uh, she was handing out these papers. I forgot what they had on them. I think they were like schedules so that you could like block out your day, what you had to do. And uh, Hannah had grabbed one and I was like, can I grab one too? And she said, yeah. And I was like, even though I'm not a girl. And she said, you're, a, you're an honorary pen resident. And I was oh. like, oh, that, it's that so reminds cool. me of when Alexa was calling me an honorary PEM girl. Yes, an honorary or PEM gal. PEM gal. Yes, PEM gals. This is this is it. Oh my gosh. And have you seen Morgan very much? We actually ran into her at the at Walmart yesterday. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember running into you at Walmart too. Like that's always the spot. That's the spot. Yeah. <laughs> you're not at PEM, then you're at Walmart or Ike's. <laughs> right. You got to go to Walmart like every other day, basically. Pretty much. And do you see, yeah, L, does, do they still yeah. live? Yeah, they do. Who lives yeah. in my room also? I think it's empty. <gasps> that makes me so sad. Fill yeah. it. There's Someone's another, there. there's a, a freshman. I don't know if she's a transfer student, but she, her first semester was this semester and her name's Fiona, but she does art too. And oh. uh, yeah, and so she, she, she paints and then, uh, yeah, she was walking by and she showed Hannah like this thing that she did and like somebody already offered to pay I think it was over a hundred dollars, maybe over two hundred. Oh. I don't, or maybe it was fifty. I have no idea. I don't remember the price actually. Um, but somebody offered to pay her for it already, and um, and she was just showing us, and and I was just like, dude, if Alexa was here, she'd be so excited. You guys would just be sharing art. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Oh, I like, I love what I'm doing, but I will always like have a sweet, soft spot for Pam and like just that time of my life because that was also so fun. Like I love being able to have my door open and have like you and Hannah and Morgan when she was up in our hallway like just walk by and like have a conversation and like have my my door open doing my art and stuff I miss it that's so cute I'm glad that you guys are still there too 
Yeah, we miss we miss the is that Hannah and Tanner? From, <laughs> is that from what like, I sound like? Is from that like Hannah 50, well, no, that was I don't know. That was me swallowing coffee while I talked. No, that is true though. That is honestly how I would normally talk. No, I get a little twangy sometimes. You know, <laughs> I grew up Mackinac still. Okay, and, well, um, we can continue to talk if you want and catch up, but I think we can end the episode here because I don't. I don't know if people want to hear about us talking about Pemberton. Hey, Pemberton's awesome, and they got to know. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. I think it's so cool that you're doing this, too. Thank you. Goodbye for the podcast. Goodbye, podcast. Thank you for having me. The song used in today's episode is iPod Nano by Schmeckeldorf. That's S-H-M-E-C-K-L-E-D-O-R-F. Check him out on SoundCloud and follow him on Instagram. I'd like to again thank Alexa for coming on today and making me wake up at 8 a.m. If you have a story from your life that's important to you and wish to come on as a guest to share it, no matter what it is, email me at tmdevore at eiu.edu. And don't forget, if you could rate this podcast and leave a review, even if it's negative, that will help me a lot as I continue to try to perfect this weird thing that the newspaper is letting me do, which means higher quality episodes for you guys. And speaking of episodes, there will be a new one every Friday. 